Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Today's episode is sponsored by my Lit Daily Online Yoga Classes. This is an exclusive pass into my personal practice and program that I created from experience as a physical therapist and 20 years developing my Lit Yoga methodology. There is a different class with me every day, including special monthly live streams, so you can feel your most lit up anytime and anywhere. Get a three-day free trial today by going to movementbylara.com and clicking daily classes. Let's get moving. Good movement, and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Lara podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through safer and stronger movement patterns, so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today's podcast is called Living Without an Agenda. Is it possible? Question <laughs> mark. Is it possible to live without an agenda? Can we live without an agenda? That's the question. Well, before I get into that, here's my agenda. (laughs) I want you to try my lit daily classes, which are every single day there is an online daily class, which is crazy, every single day. So you never even have to think about what to choose. There's also a library of anatomy-based classes. We have well over 200 as of now, and we're always adding more. So check them out at movementbylara.com. We have a free trial just for you. Now, getting back to the agenda at hand. (laughs) Can we live without an agenda? So I started thinking about this after I was reading from one of my little books of philosophy. And this is a Buddhist, Shambhala Pocket Classics put this out. And the the kind of query was living without an agenda. So I'll read it to you and then kind of give you my opinion. And then I'd love to hear yours. And here's how it starts. Could our minds and our hearts be big enough just to hang out in that space where we're really not entirely certain about who's right and who's wrong? Could we have no agenda when we walk into a room with another person, not know what to say, not make that person wrong or right? Could we see hear, feel other people as they really are. It's a powerful, it's powerful to practice this way because we'll find ourselves continually rushing around to try to feel secure again. 
to make ourselves or them either right or wrong. But true communication can happen only in that open space. So with this um, saying, I th- that's just really amazing. And it reminds me of the uh, aparagraha in the non-grasping idea in the in the yamas, uh, the niyamas of not um, being attached to ideas, like having a sense of impermanence that we, and that really has, that will help that with that not living with an agenda. Can, when we come in and we need to um, say our mind about something and give our opinion and sell our product and do this and do that, and make sure that, you know, like I'm thinking of all the things I have, you know, in my agenda, like if I say, what is an agenda? What, you know, what, what am I trying to go? I, I think I use the word mission more than agenda, but it, it's hard. You know, I don't think you can ever live without an agenda. I think you will, we can have moments where moments that extend into longer periods of time where we don't feel like we um, are going with a purpose to get something done. You know, it's, it's agendas I think are good things. I think, I think they can give you guidance. It's, it's an idea of what, like not quite a to-do list, but a what you want to get done list. And it can organize the way you live your life. And, and I think a lot of people need that kind of organization. Um, hidden agendas, maybe not, right? But these agendas that give us this kind of schedule or organized plan um, are different than than what sh- what they're referring to in the Shambhala text, which is ha- like almost ego driven. Our agenda is to be heard, to be seen, because I think that's a human need. We want to be seen, we want to be heard, we want to matter. And then, of course, in that, we want to feel like what we're doing matters. What we what our opinions um, are matters, because my goodness, if they didn't matter, uh, <laughs> what's it all about? It's, it goes into this kind of deeper dive into the meaning of life, you know? Um, what I often say in my teacher training is that growth, like really true individual growth, does not happen in a vacuum. It is, it happens in a dynamic. It has happens in those interactions. So like what they're saying is, can you come in and have, you know, this, this practice where you see, hear, feel other people as they really are? without trying to change the person, convince them that you're right and they're wrong. But it is, and that actually will grow us. That's where we will have our personal growth. It's really easy to practice meditation and yoga and you know, do all these things if you're just in a little bubble and you, you don't have to interact with anybody. You don't have to interact with anybody with a different opinion or a different lifestyle. You know, and, and especially if it's completely different than your own, or maybe even the polar opposite, where you grow is in that space, that place of how well can you show up in life, freely give of your time and energy without expectation, because that that's like not, not an agenda, right? Just giving because it feels good for you to give because your heart beats stronger and makes makes everything it makes you feel more joyful to to be able to give freely and be generous but also to be able to listen and not judge 
and not change anybody's mind, but just stay in that moment. Wow, boy, that's when growth happens. So I think the point is, can we live without an agenda? Yes, I think we can. I think we, it's a noble cause to live without the, attach, the, the need, the agenda for attachment, the agenda for getting self or getting adoration from others, getting approval from others and proving ourselves to others. It is actually in the interaction with others when we, ha- we do, don't have that agenda that we as individuals grow because we know when you know you're doing the right thing, when you're on the right path, when you're doing the individual work, you actually don't need to prove to somebody else what you're doing. And you don't need to prove to somebody else what they're doing that differently is wrong. And you don't need to be worried about what, you know, I, I, one thing, and some of this is age, I'll say, I, I do think it's, you know, I don't know if I would have felt this way 20 years ago. I don't know any differently. I mean, I wish I might've heard some of this stuff 20 years ago. I, I did maybe more 30 years ago you know, when I was first born, <laughs> just kidding. When I was in a young adult 30 years ago, I think some of, some of it is you can't, you can't bypass those ages when you're younger and you're really committed to your, your ego. You're committed to being right. I don't think, I don't know if you can bypass that. I think you can get there quicker for sure. And I think when you have tools and when you have the background, you were born into an environment that Um, So I know I was born into an environment that encouraged all of the above, that encouraged critical thinking, that encouraged discourse, that encouraged um, intellectual inquiry, that encouraged spiritual development. All of that, I was very fortunate to be raised in. So I already had a head start for sure. So I think that we all can benefit um, at any stage where even if we didn't have all those tools to start thinking like, can I just hold my tongue? And not say what I actually think that might be different than this person just because I want my opinion to be stated. Let me give you an example of this in my life now. This might not be at all relevant to what you're experiencing, but you could just substitute my daughter with your boss or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your mom. But I happen to have it now with my daughter. So my daughter is 17. She is at that age where she wants to do a lot of stuff and be independent and she is making choices. She's applying to colleges, all of these things. 90% of the time when we talk to each other, when we're talking and we have this, you know, we're talking all about what she's doing, maybe even 95% of the time, I am quiet. I sit there and I listen. And in that 95% of the time, half of it, I'm consciously consciously telling myself, just listen, just listen, just listen. And that has actually become an easier practice. A year ago, less so. And it's not like it's perfect, but try this because it's not like my daughter's saying anything the opposite of me, or but she's saying things in her 17-year-old mind that feel really true and real to her and kind of like, I know I got, you know, like, I know I got this and blah, blah, blah. And for me, in my wisdom and experience, to sit there and say anything to her isn't going to land. But actually, by being here and listening, I'm actually giving her the space to kind of figure some of it out. And it's making me a better person because I'm listening 
And I'm going to be there in every what way, that guardian, if she needs it. But if I just tell her my opinion about all this stuff, well, A, she probably won't take it. <laughs> so I'm wasting my breath. And B, I might be, my agenda is that I want to create this little person in the path like I took, you know, because it worked really well for me. That's an agenda of mine. I mean, this is what I'm thinking, you know, like if I, but I have to think, nope, this is her life. This is a practice of non-attachment. Boy, you do it with children in a huge way. She's going to do the things and I've of course influenced and shaped her, but it's not my job now to put my agenda on her and my opinions about things on her. If she needs me because of my wisdom, because I'm older and all of that, I will give it to her. But boy, what I'm giving her more is a lot of space and safety and um, security to come and talk to me. And it's helping me so much because to hold my tongue, it's hard. It's hard. So practice this with anyone. Practice this with a partner. Practice this with a person at work. Practice this with a, a client. Can you come in without an agenda and listen to the person where they are, uh, where he or she is, and think, what is it that this person needs? And how can I be of service? And that's what I think ultimately this little, this, this, this saying was about, about living without an agenda was, was really about, can we have, when it says, could our minds and our hearts be big enough to just hang out in the space where we're not entirely certain about who's right and who's wrong. And that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking to my daughter. I'm really hanging out in that space. Could we have no agenda when we walk into a room with another person, not know what to say, not make that person wrong or right? Could we see, hear, feel other people as they really are? This is powerful to practice because we'll find ourselves continually rushing around to try to feel secure again. And the thing is, we, if we do the work, we will make ourselves more secure, not by repeating things to be heard out loud in the agenda of being seen and heard and validated by others, but being validated by ourselves, by being open-minded enough. Boy, being open-minded is a tough call in this world. Um, and But it's, it's necessary because too many agendas are being bopped around. You see what happens when those agendas are not always good or noble or of service to all. Um, so I think the calling here is if we have any agenda, the agenda is to do good in the world and to be our best selves and to notice when our need for security and validation in the form of the, the ego mind comes up and we need to be like, oh, let me top that person. You know those people when you like somebody's like, oh, I went to France and I did this. And the person's like, oh yeah, well, I went to Croatia, you know, or I went to (laughs) Australia. You know, it's like, okay, how about just let that person just let us, you take away their joy when you try and top it, right? And then your agenda is just lost because there's no purpose for it. You didn't really make yourself feel better probably. So let our agenda be to be better, to be um, of service, to be kinder, to listen more, to shut our mouths and listen, and to not be attached to whether we're right or wrong. This isn't ever going to be 100% of the time. It's, it, it's not easy, but it gets easier because we grow in our interactions with others. 
So I hope this landed for you. I just loved when I read this. I was like, this would be a great thing to discuss on an episode. And of course, I'm not discussing it with anybody, so it's easier to just do myself, but I hope that it's landing for you. Let me know, give me feedback. And as always, pulling for you and sending you lots of hugs. Let's do this agenda for mission, world, peace and happiness and compassion for all and showing up for everyone, not just ourselves. Thank you.